Welcome back to another episode of Bad Talks. You know, with the COVID-19 slash coronavirus, um, I know there's been a lot of media talk around good hygiene and doing the right things to help you to stay healthy during this time period. And Kay and I were trying to think like, what topic would be good for us to kind of talk about related to this topic, but not to continue the hysteria that's kind of <laughs> building around <laughs> COVID-19. I know who you are. You keep buying all the toilet paper out there, people. But um, <laughs> anyway, one of the topics we thought we could really touch on was what is the medicine of your relationship? You know, during tough times, it seems like people become more vigilant about doing the things they need to do to stay well. But in your relationship, what's the medicine that keeps that relationship intact so that when things that come along can disrupt your relationship do come along, you still keep that relationship thriving. Hey, I, I agree. Uh, good afternoon, good evening, good morning to all you podcast, podcast listeners out there. Um, yes, this uh, virus has really caused a stir, um, not only in our society, but unfortunately in other societies, countries across the world. Um, and we just hope and pray that this thing uh, will, will be resolved uh, and solved um, in a timely manner so that no more lives have to be lost. But yes, what is the medicine of your relationship? What is the science, you know, of your relationship? What is what is the practice of your relationship? We've grown up in a society where unfortunately uh, relationships, marriages seem to be on the decline. Um, but if we're honest with ourselves, especially in your case, you know, uh, you were able to experience, you're, you're still experiencing, I'm sorry, your parents who've been married 60 plus years. Uh, I was able to experience my moms to my pops who've recently passed for 30 something years. And I'm gonna be honest with you, they had a medicine that worked for their relationship. They had a science and they had a practice that worked in their marriages. Yeah, I think there's basic tenets to having a good relationship. and. As I always say to you that, you know, some of these, th these things are basic, similar to the COVID-19. They're telling people practice good hygiene, wash your hands, um, you know, just practice clean living habits, right? Things that people should be doing anyway, anyway right. but things that people have to be reminded to do because this virus is still spreading, right? And I think within a relationship, the same thing can occur where they're just basic things that we see that make certain relationships successful. There's common themes throughout those relationships that have long, more longevity. Mm -hmm. I mean, similar to raising a child, there's certain things that you do consistently as a parent that you see parents do that have kids that come out pretty good. There's mm -hmm. just certain things that you, that, t that tend to be, that seem to be basic, but sometimes we have to be reminded of these things. So like, and look at my parents who have been married over 50 years. I, I always marvel at it, the fact that they can still be in this relationship with one another over a half a century now right of time and the thing that i noticed that has sustained their relationship during the tumultuous times is their spirituality they really have learned to lean into their faith when there are things that are beyond their own understanding and that's helped to keep that relationship intact what about you well i mean just like you pulled from the dynamic of watching um uh, or the dynamic relationship You've been very fortunate, blessed, not only to see, but to experience um, on my side uh, with my moms and my pops um, who were married for 30 something years. 
um, the, the faith component um, um, as well as the fairness component and I'm going to kind of explain that the faith component meaning you know my mother uh, really served my pops um, in, in such a loyal way uh, that it sometimes surprised me and what I mean is yeah my pops was a, was a good man I learned a lot from him um, but there were some things about him that yeah it, it could get under the skin of anybody and there would be times I would see my mother through faith still make sure that his clothes were ready still make sure that dinner was cooked and what would always get me is when she would actually say you know Jimmy what you want to eat now this could sometimes be right after they had you know maybe a slight disagreement you know a slight argument her faithfulness to him just really stood out now the fairness piece uh, comes from my pops because he would get home before my mother uh, arrived home from work and he would always have dinner prepared the fairness piece, in other words, I know some guys would say, well, no, the woman's supposed to cook. Well, if you're getting there, you know, at four o'clock, she's getting there at six. Why are you waiting for her to come home and cook? Well, my pops taught me that dynamic. The women I, really like that one. <laughs> you, you might have to repeat that for the ones in the back that didn't hear it. Okay. You know, so, yeah, so from, from my standpoint, she, um, the faith and the fairness standpoint was the medicine, um, I, I believe, in my mother's and uh, late, late uh, uh, father's uh, relationship. Yeah, and I think another attribute that I notice in couples that have the right medicine to their relationship is their foundation of friendship. You know, friendship is like a different dynamic. When you respect someone, you have common interests, there's just a, a mutual respect or a line that you draw in the sand on certain things. I don't know if you felt that. And while it's easy for us to name off like physical attributes we want about someone to have or the type of job or career we want them to have, those things are variable things. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the foundation of how you build your friendship, which is usually built on mutual respect, uh, is more, more about those other softer qualities of someone, like who they are. Are they dependable? Are they loyal? Are they trustworthy? Those things are more like things that, that, that stay consistent that help that relationship yeah um you know I, I think every relationship has its sustainability okay just like this virus is trying to show that it has a level of sustainability and we're hoping and praying that that will eventually be resolved well when we talk about with with, with the relationships and how we are just just discussing the 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 how both with you know how both incidences are taking place with the virus as well as with the medicine i look at it like this when you take medicine that medicine is pretty much to help get you know to deal with the symptoms all right or a vaccine is to help you deal with the symptoms while your immunity your immune system hopefully is building now it doesn't mean that that vaccine or that medicine is necessarily going to cure that ailment that you have it's going to cure what ailment you have in that relationship but whatever the medicine is in that relationship, such as I mentioned for watching my moms and pops, you mentioned is watching your, your father and mother, that's what's going to sustain, that's what's going to cure eventually, cure that underlying factor that could, could be a cancer in a, in a relationship. Yeah, and it's similar to like when you're a kid, you get certain inoculations or immunizations to protect your uh, protect you from getting like measles or mumps or rubella, which were pandemics back in the day as well. Um, in a similar in a relationship. Still rubella. 
oh man, don't I don't think I know that one. And you know, it's funny. My mind went there. Like, how would I spell Rebecca? 1984 <laughs> uh, ESPN spelling bee champion. The writing and is speller in me, guys. I just love words. I love words. But bottom line is, in your relationship, there are certain preventative measures you have to take to maintain because even though you have that protective covering of being in that relationship, you're still gonna have some turbulence. You're still gonna have some unrest. You're gonna have outside factors trying to get in to the midst of your relationship. So you're gonna have to have something greater than yourself that you built up in that relationship, whether it's your faith, whether it's common thread of you guys having a shared goal of keeping your family intact, whatever it is, it has to be greater than that relationship. That's an awesome point. Uh, Greater than yourself, greater than your relationship. Isn't that what makes some of the greatest individuals throughout world history? Because they found something greater than themselves, whether it was starting a business that was going to not only expand to millions of people across the world, but expand to where now it's 100 years old. I, I, I think about, you know, Hershey's. I've, I've talked about this before. Hershey's Kisses, ladies and gentlemen, it's the same chocolate little shape drop that they have been manufacturing for years. But the actual inventors of this particular, you know, chocolate industry had something that was greater than them and that's why this thing has thrived ever since so yes i went to a sweet reference but i also want to add that sweet reference in a relationship you know as you know just said what whatever you see greater than your relationship if it's if it's legacy and for those of you who follow us we've talked about legacy before but whatever you see is greater than what you are experiencing right now that is what's going to sustain that relationship and i threw out legacy hint hint in case some of you all want to take that uh into the uh equation and I think another thing you had talked, we talked about this topic before we start the show, uh, recording the show for you guys, is just the commitment of the two people wanting to see the relationship through, you know, and I like what you said, and I'm gonna let you tell the story better, but it's like people, you know, one person making a decision to make a relationship work is always like lopsided. It can help it. But when two people really commit and say, look, there's no out, This we're in this, we're gonna weather this storm together, we're gonna figure it out. When tough times come, we're gonna keep pushing through. That takes a whole nother level of commitment as well. Well, this, you know, really, this coronavirus is committed to trying to infect as many people as it can. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you, in a relationship, you have to be just as willing, okay, to come to a mutual agreement to where, as the old folks used to say, I'm not going nowhere. I told Dino this story uh, where, yes, you know, I've heard couples, whether it was the husband saying it, whether it was the wife saying it, you know, that I'm not going nowhere. You know, he may be crusty and old, but I love that man. I'm not going nowhere. You know, she get on my nerve, but I ain't going nowhere. Now, you have one person in each relationship who actually expresses that. That's power. Now you get two people in that same relationship, both expressing we're just as determined not to go anywhere. That's double power. Think about that and you all chew on that for a little bit because that mindset is slowly but surely leaving. Yeah, people say it. I look at some of the social media comments and it's amazing when we see couples on social media. It's so amazing. Y'all, I applaud y'all. But man, I would love to see and hope that you guys would still have that level of love, standard, respect for one another to still be posting pictures 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. That's the, to me, that's the test. That's when you really are committed. And the old saying commitment is something that you do after the feeling you first made has gone. 
you got married, everyone was crying, your mother-in-law was shouting, even though it wasn't a funeral, she's shouting because y'all came married, everybody's excited and happy, okay, now 10 years, 5 years, 20 years down the road, uh, this, this ain't working no more, well, you were excited at first, this is where commitment kicks in, commitment does not involve feelings, it, it involves what you said you were going to be committed to, and Ladies and gentlemen, please don't think I'm just talking to you all because as Eno knows, I always say this, I'm talking to myself first. So let's really think on that thing. This medicine, man, some of y'all got some amazing practices out there. You have an amazing science that it pertains to your relationship. And in all the midst of the doom and gloom that's been going on, we wanted to try to add a lighter note. And that's why we posed the question and the topic, you know, what is your medicine in your relationship? What is your practice? What is your science in your relationship? Because we know you have one. Absolutely. And if you think about medicine, it's not always pleasant <laughs> when you're taking it, but the outcome of you feeling better is always a good thing. So same thing with your relationships. As, as I talk to people who've been in relationships where they've been together a long time, they talk about it. It's like almost the butterfly or the cocoon, right? Mm. The process of the butterfly coming out of his cocoon. Mm. There's moments where it's so pressurized. There's so much pull and t push with each other there's so much struggle but through that growth comes something really beautiful That's right. so and that we'll end it on that uh, thanks you know you guys for tuning in to our show as always and you know you can listen and, and subscribe to future episodes of our podcast on the anchor app itunes google Podcasts, and spotify until next time xoxo if it was new, it won't be like that